Welcome to Wind of Revival, a podcast about the very best of spirit-filled prayer topics and the Word of God from the vast teaching of prayer by an intercessor and a life coach, a man who's passionate about prayer and equipping people to pray. Each time you will hear mind-blowing sermons as well as actionable tips and strategies that you can implement in your daily life to become a more effective Christian. Now here's your host, Ajima Kwame Sakodie. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let's jump into today's episode. And I want to share with you. And we will stand on it to pray. Sure. As the man of God is moving, we are supposed to be moving with him. Okay. Nobody must be left behind. Okay. I'm telling you. Nobody must be left behind. Okay. We are all supposed to be moving together. Sure. The Bible says in the book of Exodus chapter, the number 3, uh, verse 10. And the Bible says that, I want to share with you something uh, that the Lord laid on my heart, uh, that we should come. Listen, the time has come for us to come. Okay. The time has come for you to come. Amen. Very <laughs> <Right. laughs> says in the book of Exodus chapter 3 in the verse number 10. The Bible says that, and the Lord said unto Moses, he said that, come unto me and I will send you to Pharaoh that you will bring the people of Israel even out of their captivity. He said that, come unto me. This is God calling unto Moses to come. He's telling Moses that come. But when you read the preceding verses, this particular verse will not make sense to you. Why? Because in the verse, the, 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 the verse number one, two, three, the Bible says that, and Moses, the verse three, and Moses saw that the burning bush, there was a bush that was burning, and it got the attention of Moses, and he drew closer to it. And when he drew closer to it, the Bible says that, and the Lord said to Moses, that listen, take off your sandal. For the place that you are standing is a holy ground. It suggests to me that Moses was even standing in the presence of the Lord. Okay. Because where he was standing is a holy ground. And the Lord has made him take off his sandals, which is symbolic of the flesh. The Lord has made him take off his sandals to, you know, enter into his holiness. So the guy was standing in the holy place and he had still not come to the Lord. And the Lord said unto Moses in the verse 10, he said that come unto me. <laughs> Somebody who is standing, you, you, you said that he should take off his standards because where he standing is a holy ground and that you are the God of Isaac. Abraham and Jacob. and Jacob. It suggests to me that he was standing in the very presence of the living God. And God was speaking to him. But how come God is still calling him to come? Power. He was there. But his heart was far away. Power. He was still capitalizing on his deficiencies. He was still capitalizing on his part. He was still dwelling on his weakness and the things 
that he couldn't do. And the things that always brought him, you know, even to where he was previous. And the thing that caused him even to run from Egypt into the wilderness. His heart was still with those things. He had still not come even to the Lord. Even though he was standing on unholy ground in the very presence of the living God. And Moses went on to say in the verse 11, he says that how can I He said, how can, how can I go to Pharaoh and go and bring the people out? How can I? How can I? He was going to let God know that he is an unworthy personality. And he has a whole lot of deficiencies and there are a whole lot of things that keeps on weighing him down. Therefore, he cannot even go and accomplish and do what the Lord him to do. And what the Lord is trying to tell us in this scripture is that listen, until we have come to him, he cannot work with us fully. Power. Until we have come to him, he cannot do what he wants to do even with us and in our lives and in our families. You have to understand that the background of Moses was the people, the, the Hebrews, who were in captivity in Egypt. So until Moses comes to the Lord, there is no way his family is going to be freed even from their, you know, captivity and Egypt where they are. There is no way that limitation can be broken off their shoulders where they are. The Bible says in the book of Hebrews chapter 11, the verse number 6, the Bible says that for without faith, it is impossible to please God. For let he who comes, listen, it says that let he who comes to the Lord, first of all, believe that he exists. And he, listen, how can somebody come without having faith? <laughs> Power. No, he said without faith, it is impossible let he who comes. No, if I don't believe in you, why would I even come to you in the first place? So in what the writer is even saying, it suggests to me that, you know, grammatically, it doesn't make sense. Error. No, if you are a good grammarian, you will understand that this sentence, because if I don't have faith to receive, why would I even come to you in the first place? But the Lord is trying to let you and I know that listen, we can still be in the presence and we've still not come even to him. Let he who comes to me believe that I exist. I am a rewarder of them that diligently seek me. There is more to it than just, you know, being in the presence. Let he who comes to me put aside his cares. Let he who comes to me put aside his errors. Let he who comes to me put aside his limitations. Let he who comes to me put aside whatever that he is thinking that, 
you know, is restricting him oh, from receiving from the Lord. Hey. Let him put those things aside. And when he has put those things aside, that is how come he will be able to receive from me. Because I reward those who diligently seek me. So until we come, there is no reward for us. Power. Power. Listen, the Bible says in the book of John chapter 11, the verse number, uh, no, Matthew chapter 11, 28. Jesus said that not he who is, and that he who is living, who has living and worried. He said, let him come to me hey. and I will give him rest. He said, let them who are heavy laden and are burdened, let them come to me and I will give that person rest. So there is a labor, there is a burden that is upon us. We have been burdened with a particular sin that besets us. But until we come, we can be coming to the church and we have still not come to the Lord. That is why certain things will still persist and remain even in our lives. Because we, have, we are coming to the gathering of the saints. Listen, don't forget that when the sons of the Lord are gathered together, the devil came amongst them. In the presence of Jesus, when Jesus was teaching in the synagogue, the Bible says that, and there was a man who was possessed with the devil. The devil was in their midst during a teaching service like this. He was there. Power. You see, but until we come to the Lord, there is no way that burden, that thing that weighs us down and easily besets us, there is no way that thing will be lifted and that thing will be taken away. He said, let him come and I will give him rest. You see, the Bible says that and when Jesus and his disciples were walking, the Bible says that and the crowd were pressing him. But there was a woman who had an issue with blood. And this woman came to touch the master and she got a healing. Listen, when Jesus asked the disciples that who touched me no it was Peter himself no master are you sure your mind is intact like is everything okay with you I mean you see the crowd pressing you and you are asking that who touched you are you okay oh are you how can we know master are you okay like you know, are you sure you have not taken something that is confusing? It's that like, who touched me? Somebody touched me. It suggests to me that there were a lot of people who were sick. None of them got their healing. Mm. One person what? who came and understand this. When the lady in, in the original Jewish culture when you have such an issue with blood and all that, mm. you are not even expected to come out okay. and to mingle with people. 
woman left, you see, her burden, her curse, sure. whatever that was weighing her down, the limitations that Power. was in her life, she left all of them behind her. Great. She broke the protocol and she came to the master. And when she came to the master, she caught her deliverance. Nobody Power. touched her, nobody did anything for her. She came. When she came, she was delivered. And it confirmed the scripture. Let them that are heavy laden mm. and are burdened, let them come to me and I will give them rest. rest. Listen, whatever that has become an impediment on us, that prevents us from serving God. You see, a lot of us, just like Moses, the devil has seen that we are the people that are supposed to bring our family out of their Egypt. And so the enemy keeps on bombarding us with some, you know, things that we cannot, you know, do without. And these things limit us from serving the Lord. If Moses had not come, in Israel will still be in Egypt mm. and they will be in bondage. Sure. Many, many years. If Moses had not come, you see, the same way the Lord up to you and I mm. also to come so that in our light, some people will see their light. Wow. Power. It is in our liberty that some people will also have their liberty. Amen. Power. It is when we have been liberated that is when some people, I'm telling you, you have no idea the number of people that the Lord has strategically positioned just so that you will bring them out of their captivity. Yes. And all these things are not happening because we have not yet come to the Lord. Sure. We have not laid aside that weight of sin and that burden that easily besets us and entangles us. Sure. Listen, I'm telling you, you can receive whatever prophetic word from whoever. Whatever can be said about you and if you have still not come to the Lord, you will die a fool mm. and you will die useless. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. If you have not come, it can be prophesied over you, you are a great man of God. But if you have not come to the Lord, if you have not let go, and if we have not dealt with, those things that are preventing us even from coming our deficiencies our weaknesses and all those things listen, nobody is perfect you understand we are all working towards perfection but if you are not willing to come understand that listen God and his spirit will not move you to come Okay. It is a personal decision. He said that come unto me. As for him, he is calling. 
come unto me. If you come, you will receive. If you decide not to come, you get nothing. You die in your misery. Listen, in our light, some people's light will shine. I'm telling you, in your light, that is where some people's light will shine. And some people will see their light. Okay. I'm telling you. Sure. You see, yesterday when Joe was sharing his testimony, he said something. No, I beheld Joe when he came here first. Yeah. He used to come in a Chalewati. Sure. Black Chalewati. Sure. I remember perfectly. Yeah. <laughs> but you see, his association sure. with his commission sure. by the grace of God. Sure. I stand a lot of things around sure. gradually and gradually. Sure. So his light is shining in the light of another man's life. Sure. So if the prophet of God has not come mm. for this ministry to be established, mm. I know my brother has been to a lot of churches sure. and he has encountered a lot of people sure. and things have not changed as he wanted them to change. Sure. It is in this commission and in this light that his light is beginning to be made manifest. Power. So your light and some people's destinies, I'm telling you, they are connected to you and I, our coming to the Lord. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. One of the things that me personally as an individual, it also keeps me going is the people who are behind me yeah. and my nephews and my family. Because I know that if I disappoint, a whole generation can miss it. Wow. I'm telling you. So there are some things that we cannot yield and we cannot be doing. It's not like we don't get, we don't have feelings and things. We tell them, we are, if we get something, we will do. <laughs> I'm telling you, but it will be firewood like that. If we get something, we will do it. Oh, yeah. But you cannot do them because, listen, a whole generation. It's tied to you coming to the Lord. Big one. And if you miss your prayer life, mm. if you miss your fasting life, mm. if you miss your word life mm. and your work with God, I'm telling you, a whole generation can fail. And a whole generation and a whole lot of people can also miss it. Sure. Because in your life, People's light will also shine. Your light come. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. In our life, me, where I am coming from, by the works of the devil, we have sinned. Okay. But by the grace of God, grace. we have been liberated. Wow. Power. We have spoke. We have drunk. We have done a lot of things. Yes. You see, if we were still in the world, mm. some people's light and some people's faith 
will still be hanging by now. Sure. I'm telling you. Sure. But when we decided to come to the Lord, mm. some people are also seeing their light shine inside your light. You see, yesterday, a guy, I was praying for a guy okay. with his wife. Yeah, the wife said that it is me that she wants me to pray for. Wow. Because this is somebody that in 2016, I don't know if you were, you were there, when we had a communion uh, with bread and wine on the bar, 2016, that time, I gave this guy a word by the grace of God. I gave him a prophetic word. This was somebody who was oppressed and depressed and wanted to give up. I'm telling you, by the grace of God, as the word of the Lord came, after about a week, the word was made manifest. Power. Within that week, the guy had three offers with three companies. And the three companies, one was, you know, going to pick him as a permanent, a contract staff. The okay. two were picking him as a permanent staff. And the guy came to me and said, bro, if you combine the salary of a contract with the salary that this one is giving you, one year salary of the contract, it's about five years salary That's of what the permanent uh, cow bank and I think uh, national health insurance also. It's about five times the salary they are going to pay you even for like five, five years. years. I said, bro, go for contract. We I will see. pray for it to turn into yeah. permanent. I'm telling you, when the guy went for the contract, after some few months, I was driving. And the Lord said to me, that tell this guy that they are going to make him, they are going to make him permanent. Permanent. I'm telling you, before God and man, the following month, the guy was retained as a permanent staff. Power. And the kind of money that the, you saw him, small boy, yeah, yeah. 28 years. Yeah, yeah. The kind of house the boy has been. Powerful. Me, I gave way. I've not built a house. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm telling you, and the, the, the cars, he has a transport business. The number of cars the boy is controlling. Are you I think last two weeks or so, he sent me a message. He said, I want to go and buy a house. He wants to buy another house. You I want to buy a house. And I want you to look into the thing for me. If it is <laughs> before. <laughs> look inside, prof. What am I trying to say? You see, when his wife conceived, it was by my word, yeah. by the grace of God. I'm telling you, the day we were talking about, I said, bro, I have seen that your wife is pregnant. He was laughing. He said, oh, what's up, here? <laughs> you, know, maybe, uh, you know. The following week, the wife went to church. And they, they, according to the, this, the, the test that they went to even do, it was in that same week that I told him that the wife, I have seen that the wife wow, is pregnant. Wow, wow. So the wife said that, listen, I want you to pray for me. Why? If it had not been the light that we had seen mm. and we have come, if it had not wow. been that we came to the Lord, mm. this is somebody that was dejected and oppressed. Wow. 
We don't know what he would have even done with his life. Listen, you're coming. You know, somebody's life and somebody's destiny is connected to your coming. Wow. Somebody's life is connected to your life. That is why we cannot choose to fail and live our lives anyhow. You know the family that you are coming from. You can't be fooling around. I'm telling you, by the grace of God, when my brother caught the, the, the baton, he handed over the thing to me. As for him right now, he's a former man of God. <laughs> we are still praying that he will pick up the mantle again. But I said this to the glory of God. All my family, everybody is now doing the work of God. I'm telling you. Through the light. My sister said she was praying for somebody. My sister abroad. Yeah. She said she was praying for somebody on phone. Suddenly, there were two people there. She said, fire! The Holy Ghost. The, the person fell down. Power. I'm telling you. Power. Transmission of power. Power. I'm telling you. And you see, so it is in the light of some people that other people are also seeing their lives. It's in the constant prayers. You might not understand the prayer that you are praying. The, 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 the lengthy tongues that you are speaking, mm. it will not make sense to you. Mm. But in the realms of the spirit, Wait. it is bringing some people out of their bondage and their captivity. Wow. Listen, God is calling us to come. And tonight we are praying just one prayer in just some few minutes and we will be out of here. Sure. Anything that restricts us from coming. Anything that restricts us from coming. Anything that limits us from coming. Anything that limits us from coming. I was talking to a friend, a man of God called her, and the man of God said, listen, you have to let go of your boyfriend. Uh, okay. The man of God didn't know the guy from anywhere. He mentioned the name of the girl said, I love him. I love him. Emotionally, we are done. And you see, the girl loves the guy because the guy looks all good and everything. But you see, the kind of place that God wants to take you, mm. you cannot go with some people. Okay. He said, looking at your father Abraham, I called him alone. That is how come when Lot was with Abraham, he couldn't see the face of God. Sure. There are some things that God, you see, because he is calling us, he wants us to let go of them. Sure. It's hard. I mean, I'm a young boy. I'm a nice guy. And I'm in your night. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> I'm, I'm a nice guy. And, and you know, sometimes it, it, it becomes, we are not always in the spirit 247. Yeah. I'm telling you, sometimes some decisions and some things, it becomes hard to make them. But Paul said something. He said that I put my body under subjection. I beat my body. That is the word he uses. Why? Because sometimes he becomes fleshy too as a human being. As a man of God. As an apostle. Paul who is able to raise the dead. He becomes fleshy. And so he has to beat the body. Beat it. There 
there are some things that are difficult for us to let go. To let go. And until we let go, we cannot let God have his way. But tonight, we want to lift up just one prayer. Oh God, my Father. Oh God, my Father. As I pray. As I pray. Anything that prevents me. Anything that prevents from me. From coming to you. From coming to you. By the power of the, Holy, the, power Ghost, of the Holy Ghost. I overcome it right I now. I overcome it right by now. By the blood of Jesus. By the blood of Jesus. I overpower it. I overpower it. I overpower it. I overpower it. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. Lift it up. Lift it up. Lift it up. Yeah, 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 yeah
for joining us this week on wind of revival podcast like what you had so far make sure you never miss an episode by clicking the subscribe button now this podcast is made possible by listeners like you head on over to your email and email ajimansakwadiakwami at gmail.com